Hey everyone, welcome to Unstoppable. My name is Ralph Graves Jr. and my passion is seeing you experience life transformation. Every week on this show, I will bring you inspirational stories of some of the most unstoppable people on the planet. I can't wait to share these stories with you and I hope that you'll share them with your friends. If you're looking to join the Unstoppable community and receive weekly lessons challenging you to live your best life, why don't you join me at ralphgravesjr.com backslash community. Okay, let's dive in. What's happening, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Unstoppable. Today's guest is none other than Anthony O'Neill. Anthony, what is the name of your company? You just told me. You just told me. Man, it's AO Enterprises. AO uh, Enterprises, <laughs> man. <laughs> yes, sir. Man, welcome to the program, man. I, I and and I wanted to introduce you to the audience. Um, if you guys are familiar with Dave Ramsey, financial guru, Anthony worked for him or uh, with him for for some time, and Anthony with AO Enterprises has really branched off and is doing amazing things. Man, I, I see you on. Uh, I see you're you're a, you're a major influencer on. On on the on the platforms out there on all platforms, I see that man. I, listen, I'm grateful. I'm 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 extremely grateful for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, how'd you get into finances, man? Let's let's talk. Let's just jump right into it. How, how'd you yeah, get man. into that? You, you know, for me, man, it, it started back when I was you know a little kid. Um, I grew up in a very strong Christian faith home. Yeah. Um, and I grew up knowing the Word of God, and I knew everything about church down to the point to where. I couldn't go to school dances, couldn't go to school football games, couldn't go to the mall. I couldn't do nothing if it wasn't homework, if it wasn't going to school or going to church. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And the and the only thing my parents taught me about money was tithing. OK, you, if you get one hundred dollars, you give 10 of it to the Lord then the other ninety dollars. Any school shoes, any school supplies, <laughs> any, any any lunch, you are responsible for that. Yeah. And so when I graduated high school with limited knowledge and wisdom on how to practically uh, use money, win with money, I jacked up money, uh, yeah. got into college, tried to impress the ladies, tried to impress my friends, uh, racked up about thirty five thousand dollars in debt before I was even 18 and a half. Fifteen thousand dollars of that was in credit cards. Ten thousand dollars of that was um, we should probably stop that, huh? That's all right. Hey, this this is a this is a um, an uncut show, man. We hear all <laughs> kinds of stuff. You might hear dogs barking on my end. Yeah, let, me, uh, let me put it on focus and do not disturb. So that way, that was my mama calling me. She just heard me talking about it. Yeah, see, like, that's what you get. Son. That's what you get. Yeah, but you know, I, I racked up all this debt, and unfortunately, made made a bad decision when I was in college, and my parents didn't allow me to come home. Okay. It was like, hey, since you think you're a grown person, how about you go live with the grown consequences? Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I I did just that. I went and called all my friends and that I tried to impress, called all the ladies that I spent money on. And not one person said, hey, come get a peanut butter jelly sandwich. Not one person said, come lay your head on this couch when several of them slept on my couch when I had my apartment. Wow. When I lost everything, not one of my friends who I spent all that money on uh, tried to help me out. So wow. when people ask me, what made you want to get into the financial world? It's a simple answer. My dumb mistakes, yeah. the, the lack of knowledge, because at the age of 19, I was $35,000 in debt, homeless, sleeping in the back of my car, solely because 
of the poor decisions that I made. Not because my parents were broke and they didn't have a house over their head and they weren't eating. Now, I don't come from rich parents, but I come from the average everyday parent. And I could have made better decisions, but I was so focused on impressing people with my money, with credit cards, with um, old leather couches um, and old 60 inch panel TVs that I racked up all this debt and ended up homeless. So that's really how I got into it because I was like, yo, there has to be a different way to get the life that I want without racking up so much debt. Yeah. It has to be a different way to drive the car that I want without making, you know, a, a payment. There has to be a life to where yeah. I can work Monday through Friday and enjoy the fruit of my labor Friday through Sunday. Yeah. So I just started doing research and found out about my friend and mentor um, and uh, old teammate, Dave Ramsey. Um, I was on his team for about seven years and took his course, Financial Peace University, worked and traveled around the world with him for about six, six and a half, seven years. Um, and man, it's, it's been a journey from there. What a great team to be on, uh, Dave Ramsey team. But, yes. you know, you, you talked about that. You shared that part of your story, man, of being, you know, a homeless. Um, but but from that, from that, we get a bestseller. From that, we we get who you are today. Um, yes. And, you know, a lot of times um, folks will want to fault their parents and get mad at their parents. Nah, man, they, they, they forced you really to become kind of who you are today. So right. we praise God for that. Um, but one thing that, that our parents didn't do, and I'm glad you're out here doing, I know my parents didn't, oh, plenty of love, all kinds of love, but financial literacy was not taught. Right. And, and before I talk about my parents, let's talk about me as a parent. I haven't taught, I did not teach my now adult children mm. financial literacy either because mm. I didn't know it myself. Mm. And, um, you know, we was just, you know, we were trying just to make that peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, it, it wasn't like we just spent on crazy things, not, not by any means, but we weren't taught financial literacy. And, you know, yeah. I, I've never owned a pair of Jordans. Okay. Wow. Ever in my life. I don't think my son has. And, and that because our focus has never been on those things, but at the same time, our focus wasn't financial literacy. Mm -hmm. We've never done without, um, we've never lived in excess, but we're still finance. We still have been up into the past couple of years, financially ignorant on what to do with the resource. So you're in it, man. You're in it. You're teaching it. You get under who I think is one of the greatest mentors or teachers of it from a Christian point of view. Cause like you, you know, we're in the, in the black culture, you go to church, you get taught to tithe and the rest you have to figure out. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and, and, and I think that it's important for one thing I, that I love about my parents, right, was afterwards, they were like, you like, hey, well, we apologize. We didn't teach you yeah, what you yeah. needed to know. So part of this is our problem, too, because the yeah. Bible clearly says, train your child the way that they should go. And they trained us spiritually, which is probably the most important and the foundation of every human being who believes yeah. in the Christianity perspective. Right. But on the practical side, the Bible also says faith without works is yeah. dead. That faith yeah. and works work hand in hand. Yeah. So we got to go hard on the faith side, but we also right. got to go hard on the practical side, on the work side. And like, hey, son, hey, daughter, hey, yeah. family, hey, friends, here's how we work. Here's yeah. how we produce. 
and build wealth. Big up, big ups to your your parents for making that apology because I've done it myself. Yeah, I, I've had to pull my kids aside and say, "Listen, I'm sorry. Mm. I'm sorry. Mm. You know, me and your mom didn't teach you anything." I don't even know where to begin, but right. at the same, you know, when it comes to, to, to wealth building and what that really is and, and what that really is. So you got involved in it, man. You wrote a book. What's the name of your book? Man, I wrote a book called Debt Free Degree. Um, it's the step-by-step process on how to get your children into college 100% debt free. Okay. Um, it's a book that, uh, that has, I mean, uh, an amazing, an amazing book. Um, it was a number one national bestseller about two years ago. Wait a and minute. Wait, wait, wait. Let's just stop right there. Stop right there. You mean my kids can get into college 100% debt free without having to dribble a basketball or carry a football? Absolutely. Or, I mean, play, your kid, or play an and, instrument. I'm just I'm trying to help somebody or, out there. Or you your know kid doesn't have to be a 4.0 or 4.5 <laughs> student. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, like it's, yeah. it's one of the biggest decisions when it comes to going to college free is your school's choice. Yeah. What we yeah. have to do, especially in the minority community, have to stop teaching our kids that, hey, you need to go to Harvard. You need to go to Yale. You need to go to this prestigious four year school. Let me tell you something, man. I know people who went to prestigious schools, but they didn't turn out as prestigious individuals. That's right. But I know people who started off at a community college, went to trade school, transferred to a four-year in-state um, local school, and came out as a prestigious individual. Yeah. When you yeah. really look at it, man, yeah. the yeah. average four-year in-state, the average four-year in-state is going to run you about nine to 10 grand. Okay. That's right. 800, 900 bucks a month. Wow. Yeah. To yeah. go to a school. If if you want to be a school teacher, do you need to go to the school that costs you 300 grand to become a school teacher to come out only making on average about $42,000 a year? Yeah. Or do you need to go to the, your, your community college, get the first two years paid for, depending on what majority, I mean, most majority states offer that, then transfer to your local in-state. You just got your four-year degree uh, for less than $20,000. Yeah. And let's even go deeper. If you go to North Carolina, you get accepted in the UNC Pembroke, right? Man, you're going to get four years for less than $5,000. That's wow. all I'm saying. Wow. <laughs> That's yeah. all I'm saying. So, so it's all about school choice and then doing the research. Yeah. When you do the research, don't just jump on this school because that's where mom and dad went. That's where everyone else, all your friends are going, or that's where you want your son to go. No, sit down, son, daughter, let's identify what do you want to do? And does that require a four-year degree? Yeah. If you want to get into welding, he don't need a four-year degree. No. He need to go to welding school. Right. Yeah. So, no, yeah. man, you don't have to be no, no celebrity. You don't have to be super smart. But if you're going to go to school debt-free, you have to be determined and you have to be disciplined. Yeah. Yeah. I love it, man. I love it to see a young man just really giving the real and and, and really encouraging. Because I, I think sometimes as parents, especially in the African-American community probably in, and in the Hispanic community, we just tell them, you got to go to school. Well, OK, you know, you, you, my son going to be a doctor. My, he has no skills and no desire to be a doctor. There's nothing wrong with, like you said, going to welding school. <laughs> there's nothing wrong we're getting it's not watch this i'll take it a step further there's nothing wrong with getting a cdl how about that yep yep yep, yep. <laughs> nothing wrong with that there's nothing wrong with you know being a barber there's nothing wrong with being a hairstylist there's nothing, nothing wrong, wrong. And check this out now nothing i'm gonna say this and now some parents may get upset when i say this but i'm gonna say it there's nothing wrong with your child being a youtuber nothing wrong with it 
Nothing Absolutely wrong with nothing. it. The majority, 75% of my income comes from what I do on YouTube. Say that louder for them to hear it in the back because I get it. I get it. <laughs> you know it. what I'm saying? Like yeah. 75% of my income comes from what I do and produce on YouTube. Yeah. The, the rising small type of business are content creators, are YouTubers, are podcasters. You have YouTubers and podcasters making a million, $2 million by year three to five in the business. Yeah. So if your son or your daughter comes to you and says, y'all want to be a YouTuber, I would honestly sit down with them and say, okay, listen, what's the game plan? Yeah. Who can we get on YouTube and learn the game plan from? Because if they work it right, they could be making six figures year one. And then if they really work it right, man, by year three in the game, they're making a million dollars, man. Yeah, yeah. And and are still prestigious people. Prestigious. <laughs> if you're making six figures, you are prestigious. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Man, that's, this is good stuff, man. I, I, I love the energy that you bring. I love what you're doing, man. I've been watching for a little time. Had to get you, had to get you on here, man, just to kind of encourage because there's so many, so many folks right in that, in that, in that age group. And and I think my, I don't know, I'm 53. Some of my generation get it, but I'm I guess I'm a young 53. I don't know. But there, there are other ones who who don't. And our job is to really encourage. My job is to really bring people along, help them find their strengths. It's okay. You know, I have grandsons, I have grandsons, and they, they, they spend some time, you know, probably more time than with their mom or dad would have liked, you know, on the on the, the, the fortnight and doing some different things. And they hear a lot of crap for it. But I told him, I said, listen, when I was 12 and 13, I'm out in the street stealing bicycles and chasing girls. At least you know mm. <laughs> he's 12 and mm. 13. You know he's in the house. Mm. And, and my grandson, and, and not only him, but all the, they are experts in logistics. Wow. They're, and, and their parents don't even know it. Love it. I, I, I can take my 13-year-old grandson and put him in charge of the supply stuff. And I'll never run out. I'll never run out of anything because he understands supply, supply and demand because those games are teaching him that. Let's go. Let's go. You know, and so anyway, anyway, I, that that is, that is, again, parents are probably, they probably won't listen to this episode, but we encourage in those who are doing some things that are, it, it's about, it's about, it's like surfing. It's like seeing the next wave and riding it. Man, it's, listen, man. It's seeing that next wave and riding. You, and the thing is, you got to ride it. You got to ride it. And gotta we got to teach it. our young people now, hey, ride this wave as much as you possibly can. Yeah. But while you're riding this wave, be a good steward of every yeah. wave, sure. yeah. of every opportunity. Yeah, yeah. And and that's where you come in, man, to, I think you have a voice. I think, listen, Dave Ramsey's voice was for me. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Your voice is for this generation. Is my son, my daughter in their 30s, you know, them coming up. You got a voice that really speaks to them and say, hey, listen, let me show you some strategies on it. Let me show you some life hacks on how to build wealth with what you're making now. Go. And we're going to do it. You know, um, you know, people think that they have to build wealth. You, you can you can if you budget. $25, right? 
you can eventually build wealth. <laughs> no, yeah. If you can just budget whatever you have, yeah, you will eventually build wealth because now what you're doing is you're telling your money what to do rather than your money telling you what it's going to do. Wow. Um, you you have control over your future. You have control over your finances. And when we can just do that, when we can be a good steward of the minimum of the small, when we yeah. do have more, we'll be a great steward there. And we'll know how to duplicate it, man. There's When it comes to money, man, there's three main things. Make it, manage it, multiply it. Say that's that it. again. Say it again. No, make it. Three, make it, manage it well, multiply it. Wow. And if you really, as a Christian, I get all of, I make it, that's in line with the word of God. It doesn't contradict the word of God. Yes, sir. I manage it because, you know, the Bible says, you know, you know, just to, 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 to be a good steward over the gifts and then boom, multiply. I mean, what are the yeah. first thing he told us to do? You know, he told us to multiply. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so yeah. I, I want to multiply, but those are the three basic things when it comes to finances that we just got to do. And if we yeah. can do that and do it well, you will be wealthy. What are one of the principles, man? Somebody lines up with you. They get under your coaching, your tutelage, man. Get, just give me one uh, one principle you may start them out with that they can that they can um, learn and un, and understand and, and grasp. Just today, if you were if you were teaching just one principle, just give me the surface. Just, just give me the introduction into that one principle. That if you want to change your future, you got to step outside of your comfort zone. You know, uh, don't allow your comfort zone to become your kill zone. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people are uh, don't even understand that they are the reasons why their dreams are not coming to pass. They are the reason why uh, they are not reaching and getting that promotion on their job. They are the reason why they're not eliminating their debt. And the reason is because your excuse is your reason. Your comfort zone is your reason. You are the greatest enemy to your success. You mean it's not the man? Nah, man, it's not always the man. I, it's, I would definitely not, say the, it's not, you know what I'm saying? Not all the time. Now, it's not, it's not the enemy. You know, I'm, you know, I'm a talk. It's not I'm a the talk. enemy, man. It's you. The greatest enemy to your success is not racism. It's not, it's not the man. It's not her. It's not him. It's you and your mindset. I love if it, man. You, you know what I'm saying? If you it. can yeah. sit here and say, hey, I'm going to be successful. I don't care what the White House throw towards me. I don't care yeah. what racism or what whatever may come towards my way. Yeah. Yes, it may slow me down. Yes, it may make me jump over a hurdle. But you know what? I've said I am going to win. I am going to be successful. And I am going to do whatever it takes to become successful. And I'm not going to stay in my comfort zone because your comfort zone will become your kill zone. Yeah. Nothing extraordinary happens inside of our comfort zone. It's when it. we step outside of that when we step inside of our faith zone. I love it, man. I, I, love, I love what you're talking. I love what you're saying. You're telling the God's honest truth, man. Yes, sir. You're, you're, you're telling the truth. Nothing. Don't do not allow your comfort zone to become your kill zone. Write that Back. down. Keep that. Put that in your pocket, ladies and gentlemen. You know, um, and at, I love that you could be you are your greatest enemy. Nobody else. The, the, the messaging that you're telling yourself, all of that. All of that is 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 very important. man. I, I love it, man. I love it. Um, where can they find you, man? Where are you at? I, I know where to find you, but but you share it with the audience. I know where you are. Man, you can go to anthonyoneal.com. You'll find everything there from my course for single people, for uh, my YouTube channel, my podcast information, some free resources on what to do with your money. 
I mean, there's a lot of great things you can find there. Anthony, what are you, what are you, um, what are you learning right now? I love to ask my guests that. What are you, what are you learning? What are you personally learning? A lot of times, guys like you and women, men and women like us, we we teach, talk, talk, and teach, talk, talk, but we very rarely share sometimes what we are learning. What are you learning about yourself and and, and what, what are you learning? I mean, right now I'm doing a lot of learning. Um, I'm learning a lot like around like the NFT world um, from a career perspective, but then about myself is. I'm really learning in this season how to trust me more. You know, just okay. it was just about maybe six, seven years, six, seven months ago, man. I just branched out on my own, decided to uh, to leave the Dave Ramsey camp with his blessings and permission. Um, and, and so, you know what? I'm going I'm to bet on myself. I'm going to build my future. I'm going to build my legacy. I'm going to build my business. Yeah. And man, I mean, there, there are sleepless nights. There are stressful nights. And yes, I'm sir. learning to trust more in the capabilities that God has put inside of me. And man, um, I'm just surrounding myself around mentors who are, who are pruning me, who are sharpening me, who are affirming me um, and who's giving me the wisdom and knowledge that I need to operate in this season. So really spending a lot of time to really learn what are my strengths, what are my weakness weaknesses and how do I surround myself who are strong in the areas that I'm weak on so I can grow this business. What's one of the toughest lessons you learned, man, with solopreneurship or entrepreneurship? That team, I mean, having a, having a solid team is the secret to success. Yeah, I think a lot of entrepreneurs think I could do it on my own, I can do it by myself. Now, I've never met a multi-millionaire who is building a million dollar business that is influential, that is impactful, and is by themselves. Yeah. Um, I had to learn that while I can do everything, it is not healthy and it is not best for me to do everything. And you have to have a team to really help you get to that next level. And so yeah. that's, it's, it's been hard, man. I mean, that's why I had sleepless nights because I'm, I'm, I'm the video guy. I'm the editor. I'm the yeah. audio guy. Yeah. I'm the graphic yeah. guy. No, right, I, right. I got to cut the grass guy. I'm, I'm all this and then things are dropping. And I was yeah. like, yo, I need to hire some help. Yeah, uh, I was trying to be stingy with the money and keep all the money, but I no. had to learn, yo, the number one way to grow your business and to be successful is to sew back into your business. So I had to get the money and then sew in back into it by hiring other people. I heard, um, I don't know if it was, uh, it wasn't Gates. It was, uh, who was the, um, I can't think of his name, the, the Apple guy. Who, who started out? Started Apple. Started started uh, the iPod stuff. Oh, I know you're talking about. Man, my my brain just went blank too. I know Mine exactly too. what you're talking about. Yeah, Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Steve, Steve, Steve. Jobs. I read a book one time where he said, "I don't I don't cut grass." They mm. asked him, "They said, how how do you come up with a lot of these ideas?" He said, I don't cut grass, and it took me so long to wrap my mind around that. But it was like a light bulb went off. It's mm -hmm. like I'm not going to spend time cutting grass. I'm going to hire somebody to do that. Yes, sir. I'm going to hire somebody to do some of the things that, that, that I'm that so I can continue to develop and to become. And that's another thing that we haven't done in the past. It's another thing that I, I started to do about five years ago. Um, full transparency to you and the unstoppable audience. I, I left I left the three bedroom, four and a half bathroom. Matter of fact, it was four four bedroom, five, four and a half bathroom, something crazy, yard. I left all that mm -hmm. because I, I'm not, I'm not shoveling snow anymore. I'm not cutting grass anymore. I'm not dealing with all that. I came to a place <laughs> to where, where, 
yeah, all the all of our adult children, of course, they're grown, they're gone. We downside, but I needed a place that fed my creativity. And I learned to hire people, like you said, to do the mm-hmm. things that there, there are people, and you know it, that love to do what you hate to do. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, ladies and gentlemen, hire them. Absolutely. Hire them. <laughs> hire them today. Yeah. You know, to, if you do, I'm I'm doing that. I'm always looking, and plus it's a tax write-off. So, yeah. I mean, if I can save time and write off the money, oh, you got the job. <laughs> <laughs> if you love doing it, you have the job. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, man, that that's great, man. And and um, you, you know, I'm I'm glad. So many people have to know, man, that you know, this entrepreneurship, solopreneurship, is not for the faint of heart. Right, right. It's not for the faint of heart. All right. So let's talk about money real fast, because I got some got some people on here to make money, young and old alike. When I say make money, it might be a twelve dollar an hour job. What's the first principle that they need to wrap their mind around when they come and work with you? When they start beginning to talk about money, singles, I'm sure you invite some married folks along, too. Yeah. What's the first thing that you're going to say to them? You're not about their money. Yeah. The first thing is, man, what's your vision for your money? Got you. you know what? What's the vision for your money? What's the vision for your life? And what's the vision for your money? And are they congruent? Are they working hand in hand? Mm. Anthony, mm. I want to buy a house. Okay, cool. Do I see that on your budget? AKA the vision for your money. Anthony, I want to pay off my debt. Cool. Do I see it on your budget? Anthony, I want to, you know, be able to propose to my young lady uh, whenever I get married. I mean, whenever I find one. Okay, cool. Do I see it in your budget? Uh, where there is no vision, that's where people perish. And I think it's the same thing for our money. Where there is no vision for our money, that's why we're losing it because we've never sat down and said, all right. This is where I'm going in life and my budget, my vision for my money is working hand in hand. With I, I like that. I like what you said. I like replacing that word budget. That word budget is scary for people. Yeah, it but, is. but, but vision for my money is different. I yeah. like that, man. That's brilliant. That's, that, that's brilliant. You know, somebody yeah, told me one time I was a young guy, I spent a lot of money. And I, matter of fact, I think it was my father. He said to me, you must not like money. I said, why? He said, cause you don't never have it. Nah. <laughs> that is funny. That is funny. That you, is funny. Not, you must not like it, son. Why you say that? Because you don't never have it. That is funny. So, so you you start off with what's the vision for your money? I like that. Yep. What's the vision? What's the vision for your money? Um, and then they really, that's just going to tell you where to go from there. So, if your vision is I want to eliminate debt, cool, great. Like, we're going to get on the debt. What's a debt free journey? Um, I use the uh, the baby steps that Ramsey came up with. I did kind of like remix them a little bit just to make it a little bit more relevant to this younger generation. Um, But then also as well, uh, let's say you are out of debt. Okay, cool. I want to buy a house. All right, cool. We're going to go down. This is a journey for a house. Now, my recommendation is you shouldn't be buying a house if you're drowning in student loan debt. Um, Because it's like, I think a lot of people get confused that, well, if I'm spending $1,000 on rent, I can spend $1,000 on a mortgage. Well, that is true. But you still can't afford a house if all you can afford is a thousand dollars a month yeah. because your utilities are going to go up. You got grass bills, snow bill, depending on where you are. It's just a lot more. Hot so water heater is going to crap out. Absolutely. You know, I just <laughs> moved into this house yesterday and I already got a water leak on this house, you yeah. know, and while I yeah. am upset, I'm not financially tripping because it's like, dang, I, right. I don't want to pay this money. But hey, man, at least I got the money to pay it. Yeah. And so. I really want to make sure that I am helping people position themselves to move forward. 
Yeah. And for the most part, never have to go back. We may have to pause and we may have to take one step back because we may have to go into our emergency fund, you know, but, um, and we may have to pause because we may have to, you know, pull funds from, you know, your job or from your business and we're not really progressing forward. But the key thing is we, we want to continue moving forward or pause, but never go back to where we were. Yeah. What, what percentage, man, I'm, I'm, look, I'm trying to help some people, trying to ask all the questions I wish someone would have answered with, for me when I was married at 22 years old. What portion of, what percentage of the paycheck should go into savings? It's really going to be all depends on what, what's your goal is. So for me, I teach have at least, if you're single, put six months of your average expenses in a savings account. Gotcha. Um, and then I really do encourage people like, hey, um, especially if you're in your 20s, go ahead and get six months of your average salary. Uh, because if you can put six months of your average salary, it puts you in a great position to where you can live your life as normal for six months or you can extend that six months and turn that into like now nine months of your expenses gotcha. or maybe 12, depending on how you live. OK, so I tell people. You know, once you once you, once you say, all right, I'm ready to start saving, uh, put six months of your average expenses in. So if your six months expenses come up to five thousand dollars or ten thousand dollars. All right, cool. Let's divide that up into what is a reasonable amount that you can afford to do to get to that goal quickly monthly. So if that's you can put four hundred dollars away a month. Cool. Great. Let's just start stacking away four hundred dollars. Uh, the key thing is you want to get to that that six months of expenses or six months of expenses first. Uh, and then depending on what you want to do next, if that's I want to buy a house, I'm going to say keep six months of your expenses and then go ahead and start saving for that down payment payment on the home. If yeah. you're like, yo, I don't want to buy a house right now. Yeah, I'm just chilling. OK, cool. Let's go ahead and keep that six months of expenses and up at the six months of your average salary. And then boom, this way now when life do hit. You you're not sweating. You you don't have a major issue, yeah. and that's important, man. I yeah. Uh, I I love the expense side of things. Yeah. But you know there are, like I just think, man, how do we just how can we just keep life going as normal for six yeah. months? Yeah. And if you're 20, 30 years old, not married, don't really have any kids, man, you could really do a lot within those six months. You can maybe take off a month and. Get away, do some thinking, do some brainstorming. Um, if some, if life happened, if you lost your job, or let's say COVID hits again, you got to go home. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Great. We and, we're we're not sweating. And I want to say to the six months is going to pass regardless, guys. Absolutely. Six months is going to pass. So so yeah. you you might as well be prepared for that six months, and then another six months, and then another six months. It, it's it's going to pass by, man. It's and um. This is just good stuff, man. Yeah, man. This, this, I, I don't want to give, give you, have you give away all the secrets on the show today, but, but, um, guys, you, you got to connect with them. Please yeah. do. What, one more time. Where can they find you? How can they connect with you? One more time, man. Uh, go to anthonyneal.com if you're single. I have a course on there called um, uh, uh, the Singles Blueprint. The eight pillars to maximizing your single life, gaining clarity on your vision, and starting to build true and lasting legacy. I'm really walking through the whole steps on, hey, here's what you need to be doing to win with your money, with your life, and to really maximize your single season. So you can go to anthonyoneal.com. You'll see the course there. Okay. You'll see all my free resources, my shows, 
but man, this has been a great show, man. I appreciate you, you and your time and for allowing me to talk to your people. Man, I, I appreciate you, man. You know, you and I had some challenges today, but we're going to keep it. Uh, we, we, yes, we, we still want to stay on. <laughs> still want to get on. I, I got to ask you this, man. I ask every guest that comes on. Anthony, if you could have a billboard anywhere in the world, where would it be and what would it say? In the world, um, it will be anywhere where the most black people living in poverty are. Yes, sir. And it will say, you don't have to be here forever. Hit your boy up. <laughs> <laughs> I like hey, it. You I don't like have it. to be here forever. Hit your boy up. I like it. I like it, man. Thanks for your time today. Guys, reach out to Anthony O'Neill. You don't have to be where you are forever. Hit your boy up. Yes. <laughs> Find him on, on the platforms. Uh, AnthonyO'Neill.com. That's what you said it was, right? First off. Yes, sir. AnthonyO'Neill.com. That's Anthony O-N-E-A-L. Anthony O'Neill.com. Start a relationship with him. He is approachable. Um, he's touchable. He's just not going to just put you off to the side and have someone else deal with you. That's not the kind of cat that he is. Um, and allow him to teach you the language of financial literacy. Now it's not too late. You have time. I don't care how old you are, uh, especially if you're younger, it's not too late. It's, it's not how much you're making It's what you do with it, yes, but uh, you can definitely build wealth. Thank you for listening to the podcast. My name is Ralph Grace Jr. If you haven't already go over to my uh, website, Ralph at ralphgracejr.com and subscribe. Also over there, if you go to the apply section, you can apply for our six-week mastermind, personal growth, personal development. It is a ton of value over there. Mm. Uh, coaching sessions. We, we're going to go hard for six weeks, six weeks that will get you started to transform the way you live and the way you approach success. And, and Anthony, watch this. See, I'm going to put Anthony on the spot. Uh, for those who sign up, man, can I uh, can we have a special session with you? Oh, man, let's do it, man. Just let me know. Just like that. See that, guys? See that? We're going to call. Ant but you got to You got to be part of it. You got to You got to that, That'll be part of a part of it. Maybe we'll come in and we'll have him do a, do a class with us and for us. But it's six weeks of personal develop, personal growth that will transform uh, the way you pursue success. Go get my book, Unstoppable unstoppable. I wrote a seven universal laws. I saw a lot of stuff as a, as a police officer on the street for 20 years. But one thing I saw that there are seven universal laws or universal principles. And when I say that it's, it's, you know, it's like gravity. It's a universal law. It doesn't care who you are. You have to respect it. But I wrote about seven universal laws that will transform the way you pursue success in the way you understand that as well. So go pick it up wherever fine books are sold. Get it off my website, Barnes & Noble, wherever you want to get it. Also pick up Anthony's book. Anthony, where's your book? Man, you can go anywhere. Any uh, any bookstore, website, yeah. Amazon, you name yeah. it. Okay, go get it. Guys, thanks for joining. I'll see you next time. Let's be unstoppable together. Peace. Hey, everybody. I hope you enjoyed this unstoppable conversation. I want to make a special invitation to you to join the conversation. Every week, we record these conversations live on Fireside. It's a platform that gives you the opportunity to engage with and ask questions to your favorite podcast live. If you want to join us on Fireside and ask our guests the questions you have about their story, 
head to firesidechat.com backslash Ralph Graves Jr. and click request access. This is your chance to join the interview. Also, guys, I want to invite you to join the unstoppable community at ralphgravesjr.com backslash community. Every week I share challenging lessons and reflection questions so that you can see the transformation in your life that you know is coming. If you can take just 30 minutes of your week to reflect on these questions, I guarantee you'll be on your way to living the unstoppable life you were made for. Join me at ralphgravesjr.com backslash community. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time on Unstoppable with Ralph Graves Jr.